out there, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Midge and the Keg NFL podcast. Host as usual, Billy. My co-host Jimbo with me. How are we going, Jimbo? Hi, hi, yeah, not bad. Good, good. Must admit, mate, looking uh, looking forward to the uh, the weekend as uh, it is a bit of a sad one because obviously there's only like, you know, you've got the championship games and then just the Super Bowl. So season's coming to an end quite quickly, which is quite quite frustrating. Yeah, not much but... left now. No, but... I enjoy the off-season now. I enjoy the uh, draft. Oh, bit, yeah. So. I mean, there's That's a lot... Torture as well. Oh, exactly. And don't worry, guys, we'll be definitely covering a lot in the off-season. Me and Jim have got some uh, some good ideas of what we want to do, uh, content to cover, and then obviously we'll be covering the draft and everything else in between that. So just before we begin, guys, just want to give a quick shout-out to page that uh, we've been following and I've given a message to them directly about possibly giving them a shout out as uh, I really really rate their podcast it's a morning podcast Uh, it's a nice encouragement podcast to get you going for the day Uh, it's called this morning's coffee podcast and yeah definitely give them a follow guys and definitely a listen really really good stuff just want to share the love there. So this morning's coffee podcast, I will put a link in the episode description for you guys to give a follow. And we'll probably be doing a few of these throughout our episodes. Uh, there's no financial gain out of this. It's all to do with just sharing out the love with everyone that's trying their best with a new podcast or a podcast that's up and coming or someone that we know that we'd like to give a shout out to. That's all that's going to be. So just so you know, so if if you guys want to be listening to any other podcasts, we will be giving a shout out to the ones we feel you need to. So be prepared for that on most episodes, but a good shout out there to them guys. Right then, Jimbo. So the games this week. So Green. we'll start with the NFC Championship, which is uh, Green Bay and Tampa. Uh, last time I looked, the I think Green Bay were three, three, three point favourite. Uh, yeah, 3.5 spread, yeah. 3.5, yeah. It's a bit of a, uh, obviously, they proved a lot, but they say they proved a lot. They just proved how good they were last week. You know, they the Rams came into town and and they just tore them apart. They literally, Aaron Rodgers had shown him why he's the MVP. Run game was great. They kept Aaron upright defensively. They had yeah. a good show out. They're just a solid all-round team. And to be honest, I'm surprised they're not, I've looked at prices, but I'm surprised they're not, higher up in the estimates of the bookies because I, I really think they are the going to be the toughest team to beat and I think Tampa are going to str- uh, possibly struggle really this weekend against them yeah I think looking at watching both games last week you know the Tampa game and the Green Bay game you know I think Green Bay are the better side for what we see and yeah I'm, I am surprised at the, the 3.5 I thought it'd, I thought it'd be um, a bigger spread to be fair yeah I think um, I think mainly because Tampa, when Tampa I mean, obviously came into the Saints, the Saints were favourites, so it might, might be something to do with that. And they obviously won by yeah, a convincing margin. You know, when, you've got, when you've got Brady as well, you're always, you're always going to be cautious, aren't you? Yeah, it's always going to be. Brady. Oh, 100%. 100%. I suppose the main thing here, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll go into a few of our um, lines a little bit later on. So we've got our, our keys to victory, what we think, uh, Green Bay... Uh, at all Tampa, what it will take for the pair of them to get a victory and earn their, earn their ticket to Super Bowl 55. And then we're going to do a bowl prediction. 
and then we're going to go for Jimbo's going to have a nice little round off bet of the week. Uh, oh, sorry, bet of the week, bet of the game, and then we'll go for a predicted score line. I mean, Jim, me and Jim are going to try and see who, who can be uh, who can be closest in that in that regard. See how see how that goes. So, um, but we'll, we'll go into a little quick injury report of what we um, what we're hearing at the moment. Um, mainly on Tampa's side, we know Sonia Brown had a um, had a knee injury uh, during the game, during the Tampa game. MRI came back. Um, everything was saying it was fine. So there's no real, no need to worry for him. He is, has been limited in practice. Uh, the only red flag I'd say is Jason Pierre-Paul, who, who, um, who hadn't practiced at all. Didn't practice at all Wednesday. So in terms of that, everyone else seems to be a bit limited. I think it's a bit of wear and tear as well. You've got to remember Tampa were a wild card team. So since the regular season's ended, they've just kept going on and on. They haven't had that week break like the number one seeds did. Looking at that, nothing not nothing to be that much worried about if you're a Tampa fan in terms of injuries. No, there's a few uh, few players that are in limited training though, weren't they? You've got you know, Mike Evans, Godwin, two of their important receivers there, both on limited practice. I think the limiteds don't worry me too much. I think mainly because unless it's really bad, but obviously I think if you're a player, you, you know, you, this isn't just a normal game. It's a, it's the championship game. We've had players, I mean, I remember, um, I can't remember what Super Bowl it was. It was, uh, I think it was 2004 when Terrell Owens played for Philadelphia. He had a broken leg. I can't remember which games it was previous. But he was like, no, I'm going to play. And they literally, he somehow basically sped up his recovery and had actually a really good game. But he played with it, you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if players will want to play in this game. So as much as Limited says, yeah, they are a bit knocked back, I think unless it's really serious, I think a lot of them will force themselves to really play. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think they will probably play. I'm just, you know, they, they might not necessarily be 100% in the game, you know, when you, you're you going to need them this week to be at 100%. No, no, definitely so. Um, yeah, so both receivers Limited, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting as well. Uh, and then Jordan Whitehead, Jeremy Ledbetter, and actually Ali Marpet was a full uh, participant as well uh, in that. So nothing to be massively worried about if you're a Tampa fan. Um, Green Bay, uh, funny enough, I said a bit of an unusual um, injury for a kicker, but Mason Crosby apparently has a shoulder injury. I don't know how that's occurred. Uh, may- maybe maybe something at home rather than, than on the field. <laughs> Other than that, Nothing to really to be so much more about. I think um, Adam Lazard and Zadarius Smith, and um, they were limited, and also Jamal at uh, Jamal Williams, sorry, and Will Revan were uh, full participants as well. So injury-wise, doesn't seem to be too bad. You know, there's nothing really in terms of red flags. I think maybe Tampa got a little bit more on the limited side, but I do expect a good majority of everyone to be putting their ass on yeah. the line on this game. You know, it's a big game. Super Bowl's on the line here, you know, it, it, not many players get to get to these moments. So going through to that, we'll go straight on to keys to victory. So what's your keys to victory for Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay, Jimbo? What's your keys to victory so, for them? For me, they need to get some pressure on Rodgers. You know, um, Packers gave up no sacks last week against the Rams. Obviously a very, very good pass rush. The Packers, the the, um, the Bucks are going to need to get pressure on them if they're going to stand any chance of slowing their offense down. Um, they got some pressure on Breeze last week. I think that's why you know that helped with the picks and stuff. But 
yeah, it's a I better it's... line this week, and they've got to force Rogers into throwing the ball quicker, making some mistakes. I'd like to say that's a good. That's probably the best matchup of this game. You have got to look at it's in the trenches. It's massively. It's the Green Bay's offensive line who's been outstanding. And like I say, last game they held up very well against the best uh, best pass rush in the league in the Rams. Um, I think it's a great matchup. You've got uh, the defensive line for the Bucks. They've got some players in there that can that can do some damage. Like you say, they they got to Breeze a little bit last week. You know, he threw three three interceptions. It shows that you know when they generate enough pressure and they've got the decent coverage in the backfield, both in linebackers. You know, Devin White had himself an absolute stormer of a game last week, which we sung his praises. And the secondary contributors as well. So if they can generate Aaron Rodgers to, I mean, it's very rare. This is why he's so good. You know, like he, this is how good the guy is. Obviously, as much as you're going to put as much pressure on him as you can, he's still very much always limiting his mistakes. So he is one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league. But if you can yeah. force him to give you a turnover or maybe two, then Tom Brady's been, been in this situation so many times for in an AFC Championship game. So the pressure's not going to mount on him. He'll know when there's an opportunity, they'll need to take it with both hands, especially against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think the Bucks are going to need to call turnovers here. Stand any chance, really. Massively. If they can get, I don't think they'll get four turnover differential like last week. No, but I no, think no. there is there is options there. I think you know, obviously, the run game's not to be sniffed at. But I I, I don't um, I'm not necessarily worried about that for Tampa. They they have a great run defense anyway. Um, but I think they'll keep Aaron Aaron Jones in check, uh, which sort of leads to my my keys to victory for uh, Green Bay. For me, as much as we know, Aaron Rodgers can do. You know, unimaginable things. Throwing the ball, he can run, he can roll out, he can scramble. He's great. You know, he's one. Of, he's the smartest guy, arguably in the league. To me, Aaron Jones now Jamal Williams should hopefully knock on wood for them should be playing. It could give him a nice little balance in the backfield a little bit to to really not lean on Aaron too much and actually, you know, actually have a bit of a balance if they can at least get. Decent yard is on the ground because if the, if Tampa Bay really holds their their run to a stout, I think they, they they could struggle. As much as I know, you know, I know we all know, sorry, how good Aaron Rodgers is at throwing the ball against defenses. But the problem is as well, you you're not going to really, especially against this team. You know, we've got to remember Tampa is a good defense, and, and we're not saying, you know, just because Green Bay beat the Rams, they can beat any defense. Like in hindsight, they can, but if they don't play their cards right, Tampa could cause some issues or a lot of issues for them if they really do struggle not to have a balanced um, game plan, Jimbo, with the running and the, yeah. and the passing. Yeah, I mean, this Bucks defence is, is, is still a very good defence, you know. They proved it last week. You, you know, you're getting four turnovers against Breeze you know, and, and you're getting points of them turnovers as well. It's all they need to do. So it could just take that one sort of play, that bad play. I, I think that's what it could come down to because... We'll get to that in a minute with the scores, but I think I think both games have a real chance to be really high scoring. You've got so many good offenses both on the field. As much as defenses are good, you know this this could be a really good shootout between you know between uh, uh, Rogers and Brady and also uh, Mahomes. Well, Mahomes knock on wood if he plays, but I'm sure he will. We'll get into that in a minute. And Josh Allen, I think there could be some really good plays in this game, especially throwing the ball. Yeah, I think you, you know you've got four quarterbacks there that are going to throw the ball. They're high-scoring offences. Yeah, they're all four games. I've got 
sorry, all four teams are going to put up, you know, strong, good points, I'd imagine, with the offences they've got. So, yeah, could be two very high-scoring games. I'd like to have a look at the um, over and unders on that one. I'm not sure if you have, but I, 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 um, as much as we go on about over and unders. For the Tampa game is uh, 51. Okay. That, that's um, interesting. Okay. Very durable. Yeah, very durable. Probably the same in, in, in the other game as well, in the uh, the Bills and Chiefs game. But yeah, I imagine like, it's very similar, yeah. I like the sound of that. We'll move swiftly on to a bold predictions for us both. Uh, for me, I'll start off, Jimbo. So I think, gone a bit of bold predictions. I had a, I had a look at, you know, a guy, a guy that's been in the playoffs, you know, he's been there with Brady throughout his New England days. You know, we're talking about Ron, Rob, Rob, Rob Gronkowski, we can say it properly. You know, he has been, as much as you point out, he's been a stapleton to, to Tom Brady throughout his career. And mainly in the playoffs, you know, that, like he still uses him. He doesn't stray away from him. And I do think that there is room here for him to have a good game. And I think, you know, he's 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 got twelve career postseason touchdowns uh, in his career. So I think he, I reckon he could add two onto that in this game. I reckon he could get a brace. He'll get two touchdowns and could effectively be a be an MVP of the game. I reckon it could be that much of a difference for Rob Gronkowski having a big game. He's uh, he's five to two for an any time touchdown. I'm not sure about the price. I'm sure you'll get a very, very nice, nice price. Nice that. price for that. But no, that's um, my bold one there. I like that one for Gronkowski. Yeah, I think I think that's a it's a good shout. Obviously, they use him in the red zone a lot, and he's obviously a reliable guy for Brady. Um, for me, I'm going to take Green Bay to win in double figures. I just I just think this offense is not superior. bad. Shout out they are superior. I, I, I'm in agreement. I mean, you know, I, I think people can gather probably from what the score, we're going to say our scores, who we're favouring. I do think it will be a bit tighter, but I, it, it wouldn't absolutely surprise me, like you said, if Green Bay... For me, I just don't think double, that did, the, the Bucks are going to get the four turnovers like they did last week. I think that that, no. you know... That did help them a bit. A little bit, you know? Yeah, it did help them a bit. And like we pointed out in the last game as well, um, in the review... You know, Tom Brady had, and the offense did have a slow start against the Saints. They cannot afford to have a slow start this week. If they have a slow start and get completely under un, underneath them, or, you know, very quickly. If, if Green Bay get on, sorry, if Green Bay get on top very quickly, it, it could be a really hard game for them. So they need to make sure their offense is clicking on all four cylinders from the off. You know, they can't afford to have that. So that takes us quickly, Jim, to straight into you. So your bet of the game, what are you really liking? What 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 are you what are you fancying right there? I, I quite like Green Bay uh, half time, full time, uh, six to four. You know, the Bucks started slowly last week. I think Green Bay can get off to an early start. And once they're in front, I think they're gonna be very hard to pull back on really. So I think I'll take the Green Bay to, to be in front at half time. Maintain that lead through the full time. Six to four gives you a nice boost on just backing Green Bay outright or even the spread. No, true, yeah. No, I like that. That's that's not a bad one at all, actually, thinking about it. And I think that's probably the first um first half and the second half we've actually done uh, this year. So actually that's not a bad that's not a bad game to bring it up for because I think that could very much be the case. Uh, I also quite so like um Cameron Bright, four to one anytime touchdown. You know, he's that's not he a bad shout either. Their second best receiver last week. Uh, second most used. 
And yeah, I think he's sort of going that way now where he I think can rely on a nice lot price. more. I think that's Ford's a nice price. Very fair, yeah. Very fair. You think of the weapons they have. You've got Godwin. And let's just say hypothetically, you know, in the, lim- in the limited, um, sorry, limited injury news, just say maybe, maybe just say Godwin and Mike Evans, let's just say one doesn't play. That opens up another hole. And, the, and bear in mind, they have so many weapons. Like I pointed out, they have, some, they have so much depth in who Brady can throw it to. So if you're taking Godwin out of the situation or in Evans, you know, Cameron Brake could be there to pick up the pieces, especially on decent third down situations as a tight end. He's such a reliable pass yeah. catcher. I mean, so, even if Mike Evans and Godwin ain't 100% and Brady doesn't want to go to him as much, you know, maybe they've lost, maybe they're a yard slower than yeah, he's exactly. going to go to Brady even more. I think that, yeah. We're, even we're if, you know, Evans and Godwin are just on game. as decoys. Yeah, massively. Relying on them two big tight ends to have a, a decent outing uh, in this game. So that's your bet of the game there, Jimbo. And what we'll do, we'll top it off. So who do you think... Who do you think is going to get to the Super Bowl and what do you think the score is going to be? Okay, Buccaneers win. <laughs> Green Bay Buccaneers. win. 30... Christ <laughs> almighty, you've just been, you've just been uh, praising up Green Bay of all your bets. Green Bay, Green Bay win 34-17. Wow, okay. That's a, not, that's a nice one. I'm, I'm going a bit audacious. I, I, I'm hoping these, one of these games, I keep saying it's going to be high scoring, will be bloody high scoring because it, it feels like... You do seem to put I, a curse on them, really, don't you? I do. It's like, yeah, it'd be a high scoring game and then Baltimore and Tennessee fucked that up. So, yeah, it doesn't seem to be going that well. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I think, you know, we want some entertaining championship games, you know, to games to get to Super Bowl. I really hope they are. So, for me, I am taking Green Bay, not by a lot. I, You know, I probably would... I'm only having them by four, so my uh, score would be Green Bay 38 and Tampa 34. I'm going for that. Um, so if I am taking anything, I probably would take Tampa on the spread only just. So into that part of it. But uh, sorry, not Tampa on the spread. I'll take Green Bay on the spread because it's minus three and a half, isn't it? So yeah. only just by a margin. I do think the spread could be about right. It could be a really tight game for that one. But I think we're both in agreement. So we're both taking Green Bay... Uh, going to possibly win their fifth Super Bowl title and Aaron Rodgers to hopefully get a chance to try and grab a second ring for himself. So on the Tampa Bay-Green Bay matchup, NFC Championship game coming up this weekend. Pass interference, defence, automatic first down. Right then, going straight to the AFC Championship game, Jimbo. Sounds a bit depressing, doesn't it? It's like, oh, and the next one. And that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. We're going to have to talk a lot about the Super Bowl when it comes up. Um, so this one's so we got Buffalo and Kansas City. Now, Jimbo, quite a few. I mean, there, there are lower scoring games last week for both teams. Um, obviously, Mahomes had the injury, went out for a quarter. We talked about it last week. Um, Buffalo done really well uh, in de- defensively, held Baltimore to only three points, helped contain Lamar Jackson in the run game. Uh, yeah, I think arguably, like, like we've said, I think we'd like to see this as a potential, like a gunslinger type game. We pointed out as well that we, you know, you, you're sort of, like we pointed out in the divisional game, you're sort of seeing of the old, you're seeing Brady and Breeze battle it out for the possibly the last time. Yet these two are really only just getting started, really. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to match up plenty more times in the future. Both, both very good young quarterbacks. 
are going to try and dominate the AFC for the years to come. Yeah, I think, you know, you've got to look at these names and then, uh, yeah, they're going to be around for a while. I can imagine Josh Allen's going to get, you know, be at Buffalo, nothing's going to change with that. But we'll go sort of straight into it because we, you know, as much as we talked about the last games, um, Buffalo's run defence, this sort of leads, leads to our keys to victory now. They had a fantastic game, really. They, they contained Lamar Jackson. They kept the run game in check. There's some de- you know, the linebackers done well, keeping, the, keeping everything in tow. Defensive line was good. They had a really nice game to, to really help seal that victory. So, to me, I really think, like you say, I think you're going to bring up something else with that keys victory. But for me, my keys to victory for this one, that Bills run defence and, and, you know, with the linebackers and everything else, if they can, you know, Daryl Williams, you know, he's not this back that's going to wow you. He does his job. He's a he's a very he's quite he's quite an elusive guy. He's a nice runner, um, you know. Because I don't, I think the chance are uh, Edwards Hilaire will not play again. I'm not entirely sure how thing of it that is true, but I don't think he will. So if you're relying on Daryl Williams, if you can contain Williams, and really, as much as you don't want Mahomes throwing the ball if he plays, which I'm sure he will. Do we really think that it's going to be a lot easier if they're just expecting Mahomes to definitely pass the ball? Yeah, I mean, if they can, you know, if they can force Mahomes, not you don't really want to force him to pass it because he's obviously very dangerous with the ball anyway. But you know, they can then potentially double up on on Kelsey and you know the more dangerous receivers. You know, if they know he's throwing the ball. Yeah, I think looking at that as well, you know, if you're the um, if you're the Bills DC, you can look at. You know, chucking a few blitzes in there because once you know that they're they're going to sort of stray and keep into that pass game, if you can contain Daryl Williams, that you can look at them and they can throw blitzes out. They can try and put him off balance. You know, they've got to come up with a really good game plan here. And to me, I'm you know we're not in the minds of the DCs, but I really think if you hold up Daryl Williams, and as much as I say you don't want to get Mahomes throwing it here, there, and everywhere, but then it gives you at least a narrower, easier plan to go right. They're definitely throwing it. Just chuck some blitzes in. Let's, you know, let's put the guy under pressure, which, you know, the, this Bill CMS has not been accredited for this year. I don't think it's really had the best stats for that, but they've done well come playoff time. The thing is, they've, so, they've improved throughout the season, you know, from, I think it's sort of like week, you know, maybe four or five games left in regular season. They've just got better and better every week going into the playoffs. And they've had a tougher playoff run than the Chiefs, obviously. You know, they've, they've actually had the Ravens last week. And yeah. um, Tennessee, was it? No, not Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the Colts, yeah. They're the tough, Colts. tough things against the yeah. Colts, yeah. Um, yeah, they have, yeah. So they've had a much harder run than the uh, the teams who have only had to see off the ground, really, you know, which one of, probably one of the weaker sides in the playoffs, if, if we're being honest, if, you know, if we're being fair. Yeah, if we're being fair, you've got to so pick that I think the, of team the Bills, The Bills, yeah. I mean, the key for me, the Bills need to get their run game going. You know, like last week, it was just non-existent. Josh Allen played really well again. That's two games now where he sort of carried the offence. Uh, Stefan Diggs, obviously extremely good. 100 yards up for the last, is it five out of the last six or something like that, 100 yards? For the touchdown yeah, in both playoff games. Yeah, but you exactly. get this run game moving, you know, it's going to open him up even more. It's going to allow Josh Allen to really move the ball. And I think that is the key here, getting Singletary moving. Yeah. They need to put up more than 40 yards on the, on the ground. Yeah, this is that. it. And I've, yeah, this is it. And I think as much as I... I hope the Bills actually doesn't sack it off because you've got to look at it and you think, you know, and I've, and I've got a feeling 
you know, head coach, you know, Scott, he will, he's got to look at it and go, right, we've got to really at least give it a go. You know, Devin Singletary is not the worst back in the world. If you can create some holes and allow him to at least gain decent yardage and eventually he can break, he can break out, it just opens up Josh Allen a lot more. And, you, and you know, like I said, this Buffalo line can hold up, hold up against its own. It's not a bad line. So if they can get that going, 100% see where you're going with that because it, it really does make sense to me. Like you say, I think if they get definitely under, you know, the type of numbers they put up against the Ravens, I think it could be, it could be a, it will be a sling gunslinger type type uh, game, but yeah, I think it it will just definitely cause them more problems than, than it's worth for them to, to to take this game. You know, as long as they do get that going, I think they will use him a lot more this week. I think you know, Chiefs have watched that last game there for the Bills, and they've probably sort of seen they're not really running the ball. They're probably preparing for the pass a lot more. The pass offense, yeah. you know, the Bills think- can use that to advantage big time. Well. I think both defences know they're going to be thrown yeah. on. You know, it's going to be that type of game. And I think where it's coming up, we'll move swiftly into that bowl prediction because this is where, you know, it could be one of the boldest of the year. As much as it doesn't seem bold because these, these guys throw up big numbers like they're nothing, but as it's big playoff time, it's crunch time, it's the game before the Super Bowl, you know, to get to the Super Bowl, I think it's big. So I think it's going to be a big game between these two. And I'm taking my bowl prediction... Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, four touchdowns each. Whether it be on the ground, whether it be throwing the ball, I think they're going to both have big games and it's going to be a, an amazing game to watch. That's where I'm going for for that one. I mean, I've got, I struggled really with this, uh, with bold prediction for this game, but I've, I've gone for a 50 to 1 fourfold on any time touchdowns. Okay? I think it's going to be a high scoring game, right? Let me out on this one. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, right. Is that so? Is Trevor... this going to lead into a bet of the game? Then I'm guessing. I'm, I'm gathering. If, if you're well, I'm not going to call this a bet of the game because it's an outsider. You know, it's an outsider. Any time touchdown bet, it's okay. A massive oh, okay. ask to get four players in. It's a bold okay, prediction nice. because I think there'll be a lot of touchdowns. So we're going to go for Kelsey. Obviously, the sort of the lead receiver on the on the chief side. Oh, without question. Uh, we're going to go for Stefan Diggs. Even money as well, so he's been he's been putting up some great numbers touchdown in both last two. You got single Terry, I think they're gonna use a lot more in the red zone. I think they'll use him this time. Two to one as well. It's a big price for first choice running back, first three running back any time. Mm-hmm. And the last one, I'm gonna give him another go. Gabriel Davis. <laughs> Four to one. You, 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 there's something about him with you, isn't there? You're like the guy will come up like he will. He, he does seem <laughs> You're to, just sold. Well, he does seem he catches, to... He does get his receptions, you know. He, you know he's receptions. had the game. Last week, he didn't actually yeah. catch a ball. But uh, they did bar, target bar him in the red week. zone twice. Yeah. And I just think that if somebody likes to use in the red zone, and at four to one, is a big price for someone who I think will get at least one chance of catching a ball in the red zone. So... Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think he'll four, have his chance. all to get a touchdown any time, 50 to one. Acker. Wow. I like that. You've got, got to be bold in this, hence, hence the hence the title of bold prediction. So, but no, we uh, yeah, I like that. I like the uh, I like where you're going with that. And and to be fair, as much as it is a bold prediction, if we're right, and I think a lot of people probably will think it as well, the fact that it's going to be a high passing game, a high scoring game, it's not totally out of the question. You know, you're going to get other players score touchdowns if it's a high scoring game. So, not a bad attempt on that one at all. 
So on that one then, Jibbo. So if that's not your not your bet of the game, what is your bet of the game? I'm actually going to take the Bills to win the game, um, six to four. You know, it's okay. That's not more that, that's actually you know, the, the four point five. But I'm not going to uh, yeah. I'm not going to use that spread because I think they're going to win the game. Uh, no. I don't think they're going to win by much. I think it'd be very tight. Um, no, I think I think that's I think that's very fair considering that the, what the spread is. That's not bad at all. As much as we think, I think a lot of people are favouring the Chiefs. You know, a lot of most of them will. That's not bad at all. And I think, like you said, although it could be a big game in terms of it could go out, I think this is going to be the blockbuster game. But this is where you're going to see these two. And hopefully this won't be the last time we see them do this in the championship game. I'd love to see these these, these two teams and, and them two just having great games. Because, you know, we just want to see... It's all the fans want. They want good games now. Obviously, unless you're fans, you just want them to win. You know, unless you're a fan of the Chiefs and Bills, you know, but... I, hope, I really hope this is not the last time we see these two. So, hopefully, we won't on that one. So, just capping it off then, Jimbo. What are you taking? What Who, who are you fancying? And what do you think the score is going to be? So, I'm going to take the Bills to win 31-27. Okay. Bit tight of them. Yeah, it sounds about right with the spread that you that, that, that we talked about that you're going on. But, no, that's, that's fair enough. And to be fair... I think a lot of people, you know, they are sleeping on the Bills a little bit. I think that people, some people are pretty sold on the Chiefs. I mean, don't be wrong, yeah, I'm Chiefs taking the been, Chiefs. You know, they've been there three years in a row now, haven't they? They had some championship game and they were the favourites, long-term favourites to win the Super Bowl this year. All year they've been favourites. But yeah. I just think, that, you know, the Bills have had a tougher run here and they've shown that they are very, very capable. I think they're, they're the team that takes the most form into the playoffs and they've held that form. They've got the momentum. No, I agree. I think um, 100% it could be a tougher outing for the Chiefs, but I still think they're a better overall team. I think especially de- defensively, um, I think that's where it may be come up a little bit here. And I think, and I don't think it's going to be by a lot. I'm taking the Chiefs, but I'm only taking... It's going to be a high-scoring one. I'm taking them 35-28. to 28. I do think it's going to be that one score. You know, it could be a field goal, but I am taking it for a touchdown um, over... The bills, but I think it's going to go down to the end. I, I, I bloody hope so because I, that's all. It's not like oh, you know, I just expect that. I want that to happen. Just so it's a good game to watch. You know, I've, yeah, exactly. we've all been yeah, through just... certain championship games where it's just been boring, but I hope this is the best one. So yeah, we just want two good games, really, don't we? Two good games, see off the year, and then heading straight off into Super Bowl Fifty Five. Right then, that caps off probably the shortest episode we're probably going to do this year, Jim. But well, possibly. But uh, when it gets up to that, it, I mean, other than the Super Bowl, maybe. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, so our take on the championship games. We're hoping uh, they're both entertaining for all of our sakes. So we're not going to be completely bored over the weekend and, and moan about how boring the games were. So fingers crossed we get some good ones out of it. Thanks very much, Jimbo. Hope you guys are all staying safe and keeping positive in these tough times. But take care, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you next time.